0: So you enjoyed First Things First. Yes. Amen. I know we have. Man, thank you, Dr. Savell, for your obedience last night. Yes. Amen. Were you touched by God last night? Did, did the word of God minister to you last night? Amen. And also, all those watching by way of internet and have joined us for First Things First, the thousands of people that have listened and been a part of each service and And so we want to thank you for connecting with us, and and we want to hear the testimonies of what God's done in in your life through this conference, so you can message us at testimonies at heritageoffaith.com, and we want to hear and celebrate with you some things that God has done in your life. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hmm. To have your Bibles turn to Luke chapter 12, Luke chapter 12. We'll get here in a little bit. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Mm. A couple of days ago and a couple of nights ago, ministering along these lines of first things first, we looked at the life of Jesus. And because we have to understand that the revelation that came from Jesus, the information that came from Jesus, was not just something that he could just something good to teach about or something good to preach about. It was how he lived his life. Say that with me. It's how he lived his life. Lived his life. And and what we saw in that in, in the, uh, the other night, what we saw was that Jesus delighted in the fear of the Lord. He delighted in the fear of the Lord. You're, you're not gonna be a great man or woman of faith if you're not someone, if we're not people that fear the Lord. You know, when Jesus went to, Jesus was talking about the greatest faith in Matthew chapter eight, he's, he, was, he referred to a centurion. It wasn't even a, someone that, a, that had a covenant with God, but yet he tells us that he was a man of great faith. This man is a, of great faith. And if we understand the story of what Jesus talked about, he talked about authority and he said, he goes, I tell one to go and he goes and tell another one to come. And he comes, what he understood authority he understood honor, he understood reverence so the great faith that, that Jesus is referring to is this man understands that I'm someone that's under authority and I'm here not operating on my own ability but operating on a higher someone a, a, a higher ability operating on someone else's power someone else's ability. you know you'll never be someone that operates in great authority if you don't understand how to operate under authority. So Jesus could operate in great power because he was one that was submitted to a higher power. And so often we want the power of God to flow in our life and and flow out of our lives. But we may not truly understand what it means to live a life of honor. And there's so many different directions we could go with that. But I want want to stay focused here and continue to look at the life of Jesus. So let's look here in, in Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. Verse 28 it says, if then God so clothes the grass, which today is in the field and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you? O you of little faith. O you of little faith. O you of little faith. Verse 29, and do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink nor have an anxious mind for all these things the nations of the world seek after and your father knows that you need these things but seek the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added to you. Now think about this for all these things do the Gentiles seek after When Dr. Savell gave us the prophetic word about this being a year of progressing, advancing, experiencing promotion, and seeing our highest expectation fulfilled, when he told us, he gave us some warnings there. He gave us some things there. And one of the things he said, we need to stay in faith. Another instruction was that we needed to stay focused. Stay focused. Now, if we could really look at the scripture in, in some different ways, if we were to look at it from this standpoint, that it said all the nations, the nations are seeking after these things, meaning the nations are focusing, the nations are spending all their time. How much time throughout our lives have we been consumed with trying to get our needs met? Think about that for a moment. How often so much time? Say it so much time. time. See, for all these things, the nations of the world seek after. For all these things, all these things, the people of this kingdom, the natural kingdom, seek after. And your father knows that you need these things. So the father, doesn't. it's not that the father doesn't care and it's not that the father doesn't know you have a need. He knows you have a need. The question is, where's your focus? Where's your focus? But seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. Focus on the right priority. Focus on the right priority. And we talked about this seeking the Lord, that if you're a great man of faith, you're you're gonna be one that is one that fears the Lord. And you're not gonna find someone that doesn't fear the Lord, that isn't someone that's a constant pursuer of God. Someone that seeks after God. This is how Jesus lived his life. Seek first the kingdom of God. Romans chapter 14 tells us about the kingdom of God and tells us that, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. But yet, and when he's menace, Jesus is talking here, he deals with what you're gonna wear, what you're gonna eat, what you're gonna put on. So Jesus was dealing with natural things. And, and yet Romans, and Paul tells us that the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Can I get an amen? But, you know, if I really think about the kingdom, seek first the kingdom of God, but yet the kingdom of God is not natural. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And you mean like, like, pastor, I need food on my table. I don't don't understand this righteousness thing. What is this idea of righteousness going to put food on my table? Seek first the kingdom of God and his, seek first the kingdom of God. Yeah. Amen. Seek first his righteousness, his peace, his joy. Well, I, under, you know, I, okay, I would love to have joy right now, but Lord, J- Pastor Justin, if my needs were met, I could then have some joy. <laughs> well, well, Pastor, you don't know these bills that I have, and if, if, you know, these bills were paid, I sure would have some Peace. But when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I'm telling you, when we get a hold and and embrace who we are in Jesus. If we understood the peace of God, if we understood the joy of God, it would bring things into our life. If you, had, if you operated in the kingdom and we operated on a greater level of righteousness, you see, when you know who you are, it will change how you live. When you know you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, it will give you a confidence. When you understand the kingdom of God and, having an, and, and embracing what the kingdom has brought into your life, it will give you a peace that this world cannot give you. and i'm telling you 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 when you when we embrace and we walk in the kingdom and we walk in our righteousness and we walk in the peace of god and we walk in the joy of the holy spirit i'm telling you you will see promotion in your life i'm telling you you will be attractive I'm telling you, you will, I'm telling you, you, when you have confidence, people will follow you. When you have confidence, open doors will open for you when you have confidence. But, but too often, if we're sitting here, I don't know how my needs are going to get met. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to make this. See, Jesus was able to bring kingdom impact to natural people because of what he was filled with. He was filled with kingdom. He was filled with kingdom, kingdom realities. I mean, if all of a sudden you got a hold of who you are in Christ and you understand, you're, stood, you're, the, understand you're the righteous of God, all of a sudden people you, you walk around, people you work around, they'll be like, who are you? <laughs> now, this is not about being higher than someone else. This isn't about being more high-minded. That has nothing to do with it. The thing is, is all of a sudden now you, you're, there's a shift that's taking place in your heart and now you're, you're, you're living out of here instead of living out of here. Seek first the kingdom, his way of doing things, his way of being right. So peace on someone is attractive to this world in, this, in the time we're living in. Peace on someone, joy on someone. There's not a whole lot of joyful people. There's not a whole lot of joyful people in, in our world today. Even Christians. Hallelujah. (laughs) For all these things the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knows you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you. Then he says, Do not fear little flock. Don't fear little flock. (laughs) Now, this isn't talking about (laughs) little flock. I was praying over this today, and, and, and what do you mean by li- don't fear, little flock? It means, it means if you are one that doesn't fear, you're going to be in a minority. Fear not, little flock, because majority of the world are going to be moved by what they feel. Majority of the world are going to be moved by what things look like. So he kind of narrowed it down a little bit for us. He said, fear not little flock, meaning, meaning if you're going to be one that's a seeker of the kingdom, you're going to be a rare breed. It's good. Amen. All right. You're going to be a rare breed. It, it, really, if, if we were to take a, a snapshot of United States of America, how many people do you think are in church on a Wednesday night? Do, do a poll around maybe the place that you work and just ask, do you go to church on Wednesday night? <laughs> do you go to church on Sunday? Just, just do a poll. <laughs> just ask, how many, times do, how many times do you read your Bible a week? You see, it's a, because really ultimately according to the rest of the world, it's a little flock. And we need to be a rare breed. We need to be a kingdom breed. Amen? Amen? Fear not, little flock. Now, what does it say here? I love this. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure. It's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Don't Don't fear. See God because it's his pleasure to give you the kingdom. It's his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Let's go to Matthew chapter six. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Say, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. His way of doing and being right. This is how Jesus lived because he had a reverence for God. Let's look at verse eight. Therefore, don't be like them Who's the them here? He's talking about the heathen, maybe the religious people. Therefore, do not be like them, for your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now here, Jesus, remember, this is Jesus's life. It's not just, it's not just something that's a cute, a, a, a cute message that this might be a good thing to teach the body of Christ there on heritage of faith on 10350 Old Cleburne Crowley Junction. This might be a good thing to teach, for Pastor Justin to teach them one day, so let me just throw this in here. No, he's telling us how he lived his life. And what does he say? Right after he says, your father knows what you have need of before you ask him. Your problem hasn't taken God off off guard. Your current lack right now hasn't taken him off guard at all. Your current current, uh, uh, symptoms in your body haven't taken him off guard at all. Your financial status has not taken him off guard at all. He knows exactly where you are. But what does Jesus tell us all of a sudden? He goes, pray like this. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Holy is your name. Special is your name. Great is your name. Wonderful is your name. Hallowed. Set apart is your name. Awesome is your name. And if you, you're talking about a name, then you're talking about the person and the character of someone. You're not just talking about their, their first name or how you might call them, but it's also representing their character and what they do, how they operate and, 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 and what, what, what they do. So if you say someone, Oh, well, Jehovah Jireh, he's a provider, then it's not just saying Jireh, but also now I'm giving a description of what he can accomplish. Hallowed be your name, and then it says, "What? Hallowed be your name, God." Your, this is this is this is the fear of the Lord. This is this is honor towards heaven. Meaning, meaning, I'm submitting to heaven. So, every, how Jesus communicated with heaven was just what he said here. He, now, he didn't repeat that prayer as in a as in every time. You know, our Father, our heart in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. It's some sort of religious prayer, but he was teaching them, "Hey, how you do it is in an attitude of honor." An attitude of welcoming him into your situation. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Now, listen to this. Thy kingdom come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Mm -hmm. On what? Earth? As what? As is in heaven. So when we come to this aspect of seeking God and we, we are coming into his presence and we are, we, we are living and walking by faith and, and how we respond is, is, God, what is your will in heaven, it is going to be done on the earth. Yes. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Thy kingdom, his kingdom is everything he is. The kingdom is everything that, everything that he can accomplish. The kingdom is, there's no lack in the kingdom, Vic. Amen. But then he says, thy will be done. Yes. The word will is the word "thelo," And it's where we get, the word "thelo." is, uh, it, it, it's a term of endearment. It's, it's this, there's this, there's this love aspect to it. There's this desire aspect to it. You've heard me translate it this way. When, when Jesus went to the, uh, or actually when the uh, leprous man came to Jesus and he said, I know you can heal me, but, but I don't know if you will. And Jesus said, I will. When Jesus said, I will, he was not just saying, kind of saying, well, okay. No, he was expressing what his desire is. And ultimately what it translates to is, it's what I like to do. So when Jesus said, I will, he was saying, it's what I like to do. It's why I'm here. It's what I like to do. So when it says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. What God desires to do is to allow and for his kingdom to be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's his desire. So he's saying, thy kingdom come thy will be. Jesus is saying, let your desire be done on earth, God. Let your, let your will be done. Let your desire be done in my life. Let, let it be done. What you have in store, what you have laid up in heaven, let it be done in my life. You know what? There's no sickness in heaven. There's no lack in heaven. There's no division in heaven. There's no confusion in heaven. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes. Then he closes out the prayer and he said and he and he says uh, that yours is the kingdom and the power forever yes. and ever. Wow. Seek first the kingdom. Yes. Seek first the kingdom. Hallelujah. 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 Everything Jesus taught, everything he did was pointing towards the kingdom. Pointing towards the kingdom. So not only does the fear of the Lord cause you to be fully persuaded in God, totally depend upon God, or even fully committed to God, and I wanna deal with this. I just did an introduction, so let me, I wanna deal with this tonight. The fear of the Lord, when you have a fear of the Lord, you will possess possess a sense of urgency to the mission and the mandate of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. When we possess the fear of the Lord, we will possess a sense of urgency to the mission and the mandate of the kingdom. So when Jesus was saying, seek first the kingdom of God, not only was he talking about priority, But he is also giving the disciples that would follow in his footsteps a sense of urgency on where they would get what they need, where they would get what they needed when they needed it. Stay with me. Jesus had a sense of urgency because of the fear of the Lord, because of his faith in God and because of his pursuit after the father. The other night I made a statement for us. And it was this, that you have a call on your life. Don't wait for someday when. Don't wait for someday when. Thank you, Father. Jesus had a sense of urgency. Even as a young child, even as a young boy, he said, he goes, didn't you know where I'd be? In my father's house, about my father's business. That, that's, thats urgency. Didn't you know where I would be? John nine, verse four. He says, "We must work the works of Him who sent me, and be busy with His business." When we talk about being about the Father's work or being about the Father's business, we're talking about being a part—being a part of the, being a part of the Creator's demands. We're talking about being a part of the Father's mandates. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is still day. There was a sense of urgency. When Jesus connected with the kingdom, it was about, put, it, it was about a sense of urgency that, that I'm here on assignment, God. I'm here. Jesus was here on assignment and there was a sense of urgency to fulfill that assignment. Go to Isaiah 50. Isaiah 50. Isaiah 50. Look at verse 4. It says, The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. I gave my back to those who struck me and my cheeks to those who plucked out my beard. I did not hide my face from the shame and the spitting. Wait a minute, so who's he talking about here? He's talking about Jesus? Jesus? And he said, "the the Lord Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak. So Jesus had to learn how to speak. Jesus had to, and the only way he could do that is by seeking first the kingdom. The tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear. To hear as the learned, the Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious. I gave my back to those who struck me and my cheeks to those who plucked at my beard. I did not hide my face from shame and spitting. Why? For the Lord God will help me. Therefore, I will not be a disgrace. Therefore, I've set my face like a flint. And I know that I will not be ashamed. He is near who justifies me. Who will contend with me? Wow. What did he say? Therefore, I've set my face like Flint. Meaning even in spite of the things he was facing, the things that he was going through and the the attacks that were coming against his life, what did he say? I'm gonna set my face like Flint. That means there's a sense of urgency there's a sense of urgency. And what I have on my heart for us tonight is is we have to gain a sense of urgency in 2024 of what the kingdom of God wants to bring into our lives. I'm telling you, it's time for us to progress. It's time for us to advance. It's time for us to be promoted. It's time for us to experience our highest expectation being fulfilled. But we need a sense of urgency that I'm not waiting for someday when. It's time now for me to prosper. It's time for now for me to, to hear his voice and receive direction. It's now time for me to step into the calling on my life. I'm so glad that Jesus didn't say, well, someday. He set his face like flint. And I'm telling you, we need to have a determination that we will not be moved off the word of God in 2024. We need to have a determination that we're gonna seek first his kingdom and we're gonna risk everything we have need of. It's the father's good pleasure to give me the kingdom. Hallelujah. Everything you have need of is wrapped up in his kingdom. This sense of urgency. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus had a sense of urgency about the kingdom. Let's go to Luke chapter four. Luke chapter four. Luke chapter four, verse 33. But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also. Because for this purpose, I have been sent. I must. That's a sense of urgency. I must, I've got to do this. Pastor Phil, I got to do this. If I don't do this, If I don't start, if I don't do this, then I'm not going to fulfill my assignment. I must do this. I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also because this is why I'm sent. I must preach the kingdom of God. I must preach the gospel of the kingdom. I must declare the kingdom. I must declare the kingdom because God wants to manifest his desire in the earth. And if no one else is going to preach it, I've got to preach it. Jesus understood no one else was going to be able to preach the kingdom. He was sent to preach the kingdom of God. I must preach the kingdom. But what did he preach? We have to go back to to the first part of of, uh, Luke chapter 4, verse 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. But at the end, he says, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also because that's why I'm sent. That's why I'm sent. I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also because that's why I'm sent. And what did he preach? The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty of the captives. Recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. There's an urgency. Jesus had an urgency to preach the kingdom. Hallelujah. And two things I want to deposit in this right here is. Number one, we need to have a sense and urgency to live in the kingdom. And secondly, we need to have an urgency to preach the kingdom. Jesus determined to live in the kingdom. And he also determined to preach the kingdom. One of the things, there was several things that the Lord had given me for this conference and what we were believing for, and, and one of them was just that our hearts would be united, that we would, through this conference, we would be established in the faith. Another one was that we would experience his manifested power. Another one, the, the fourth one was that we would, there would be a release of the captives, and I believe a lot of that happened last night. And the last thing the Lord had in my heart for us to, to leave at the end of this conference would be to empower my church to go. Yes. To empower my church to go. But you know what? You won't go if you don't have a sense of urgency to one, be determined to live by the kingdom, but secondly, in order, and also to release the kingdom. Jesus had a, had a determination and an urgency to live, by the, live in the kingdom and to release the kingdom. I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also. So when he said, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, that was part of preaching the kingdom. When he said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added as part of preaching the kingdom. Hallelujah. How God anointed. How God anointed. Hebrews 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and power who went about, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Hallelujah. Because God was with him. How God anointed and we know the anointing is, is the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God. So when, the, when, the king, when we understand the kingdom, when we understand the kingdom, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, that what would come out of heaven would break every yoke in your life, that would remove every burden in your life. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your anointing, your grace, your ability that's beyond my ability to come upon my life and break every yoke and remove every burden. And so when Jesus went to preach the gospel of the kingdom, it was because the anointing was upon him and it was to remove burdens and destroy yokes. Hallelujah. Why? Because he had an urgency of the kingdom, an urgency of the kingdom. How much more now than, 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 than ever that we need the kingdom showing up in our lives showing up through our lives, showing up in our church. This this needs to be a kingdom church where the anointing is being released and the power of God is being released and people are oh, blind eyes are opening and people are getting out of wheelchairs and people are being set free and the body is leaving the four walls and going out and minister to people they work with and, and seeing lives change. Why? Because they are kingdom minded. They have an urgency to to de- determination to walk in the kingdom and to release the kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A determination to walk in the kingdom and a determination to release the kingdom. Hallelujah. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and power. Jesus was anointed. Jesus was anointed. What was... The core of the root of the urgency. What's the root of it? It's not just me trying to pump you up tonight. Because if you understand the root of what fueled Jesus' life and what fuels the Father's heart. then we won't have a determination to walk in the kingdom or determination to release the kingdom. What makes us tick, so to speak? What made Jesus tick? Seek first the kingdom of God. Let's look at it just a little bit different. If God is love... Could we say it like this? Seek first the kingdom of love. For God so loved the world, he sent Jesus. Jesus didn't go about in doing good just so he could say, look at the signs and wonders that's happened through my life. No, the signs and wonders happen through his life because of the core of who he is and the core of why he came. And it's love. It's love. It's love. Seek first the kingdom of love. Love's way of doing and being right. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Why would his will be done on earth as it is in heaven? Love. Love. Why you have a sense of, why would you have a sense of urgency to like in Isaiah fifty that God taught me and he woke in me morning by morning and he, and he taught me and I learned of him why because because there was this love on the inside of him that i've got to know the one who loves me i 've got to know the one i've got to know the one i've got to know him I, and, and it's all from this motivation of love if you look at every miracle that Jesus did. He would say he was moved with compassion. Said he looked over Jerusalem and and he wept over them because they were like a sheep that had no shepherd. Why did he weep over them? Because he had compassion for them. He looked at the rich young ruler and he looked at him and he said, beholding him, he loved him. So it wasn't Jesus trying to be condescending to the rich young ruler like, oh, you just need to go sell. No, it said he beheld him and he loved him. Everything. It's the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. If we could gain a revelation of the Father's love for us, then, then the thing is, we, then we, if we truly embraced it, we wouldn't question, we wouldn't have a second thought, we wouldn't have an anxious mind, we, we wouldn't worry about where things are gonna come from, what we're gonna wear, what we're gonna put on. Why? Because I'm seeking first the kingdom of God. I'm seeking first the one who loves me. While I was yet a sinner, Christ died for me. Jesus had a sense of urgency because he understood the assignment. And I think if we had, if we were overwhelmed by the magnitude of our assignment, we would stop worrying about petty things. When love is our motivating factor, does really anything else matter? Mm -hmm. Thank you, Father. Jesus, after he was raised from the dead, he He says, as my father sent me, so I send you. Now, if we said, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whoever believed believe in him would not perish but everlasting life. As my father sent me. Why did he send? Because of love. As my father sent me, so I send you. For Jesus so loved the world. He gave the world, you and me. That whoever would believe in the gospel of the kingdom that we would preach. Jesus even said in John 17, he goes, I'm not just praying for these alone, but I'm praying for all them that will believe on me through their word. Kingdom, the kingdom. Hallelujah. As my Father sent me, so I send you. Hmm. Thank you, Father. Let us gain an urgency. Let us fall in love with God, the Word, in 2024 like we never have. Let's fall in love with each other more than we ever have. And let's fall in love with a world that's dying and going to hell. Because if we don't step into the kind of love Jesus operated in, we won't have a sense and urgency to preach the gospel of the kingdom. My mission tonight was for us, for me, for us to be empowered to go. I'm just going to read some of the these different the great commissions. So Matthew 28, just listen. Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20 says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all that I've commanded you. And surely I am with you even to the end of the age. Mark 16, and he said to them, uh, verse 15 through 18, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs shall follow those who believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Luke 24, 46 through 49. Then he said to them, thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day in that repentance and remissions of sins, what should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you were, now listen this, and you were witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. The promise of my father. Say promise of my father. <laughs> but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from one high. And we know Acts chapter one, verse eight, and said, and you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you will be witnesses, witness in Jerusalem, Judea, and the uttermost parts of the earth. I'm gonna send the promise. Let me close with this, with this thought. Remember as Jesus, as God, he says, and my father sent me, so I send you. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. As my father sent me, so I send you. And he said, go there until you're endued with power, until you're endued with ability on high. How Jesus anointed Justin and Trey Ashley, Azanel, with Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For Jesus, Matthew chapter 28, was with them. We have to operate with a sense of urgency more than we ever have. So seeking first the kingdom. Remember I said, how much time do we focus on trying to get our needs met? The nations do that. How about we do something different? How about we focus on the kingdom and setting other people free? And then watching God take care of us. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for your word. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Go ahead and stand to your feet. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hmm. Hallelujah, we praise you, Father. Mm. Psalms 145, verse eight says, the Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger, great in mercy. The Lord is good to all in his tender mercies over all his works. All your works shall praise you, O Lord, and your saints shall bless you. Hallelujah. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom. Mm. This is part of our mandate. They, the saints, shall speak of the glory of your kingdom. They shall talk of your power to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generations. That's our mandate. That's our mandate. To make known to the sons of men his mighty acts. That's preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Jesus did this. And he displayed the dominion of the father in the earth. We talk about seeking first the kingdom of God. it's, It's not just a kingdom about a place, but it's talking about his rule and his dominion. And when you understand that, that, when you understand what God has given, then you, you also understand what he's, the, the, that he's given you the ability to accomplish it. Yes. On Adam and Eve, when he, he gave them authority and gave them seed, he told them to replenish the earth, replenish the earth. But he gave, not only that, but wasn't just telling them to replenish the earth, but he empowered and gave them everything they needed to do to accomplish it. He's telling us as believers to go in all the world and, 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 populate heaven for the kingdom of God. And he's given us everything that we need to make it happen. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the word of God. We have the ability to commune with the father. We can come boldly to the throne of grace. We have the anointing of God upon us. Yeah. We have the power of God flowing through us. We have the word of God in our mouth and the word of God in our heart. And the word that we speak, it will cause other hearts to burn within them as they listen to the words that come out of our mouth because it's their living words. Hallelujah. So we have to understand that when we seek first the kingdom of God, is number one, receiving and knowing the dominion he's given, given us, but also the reality that he's also empowered us to accomplish it. I declare over Herod's of Faith in 2024 that we are empowered to go and change people's lives. We are empowered to go and bring the kingdom of our God to the kingdoms of this world. Hallelujah. There will be, there will be a shift in the culture of our community because we're here. there will be a shift in the culture of this community because we're here. If you, you desire to be kingdom and operate in the things that Dr. Savell has taught and what I've been teaching and what will be, continue to be taught, there will be a shift in the culture of your workplace because kingdom is there. You have a kingdom assignment. Mm. Hallelujah. 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 Sometimes when you, you prepare to speak, you don't know how things are going to come out. And you're like, was I clear? Did, it, did, did you receive something? Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Kingdom. Kingdom. Hallelujah. Kingdom. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Lord, we thank you for this conference. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, the kingdom hallelujah revelation of the kingdom revelation of who we are that everything in this world just pales to 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 anything else that we no longer are are so focused and hungering after natural things but lord we just have a hunger for for that which is of kingdom that which is kingdom that which is kingdom hallelujah that which is kingdom hallelujah that which is kingdom Mm. Thank you, Lord. Hmm. Hallelujah. Doctor Savell, Eric, do you all have anything? Hmm. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. I commission you tonight. As your pastor, you are empowered to go. I commission you to, number one, immerse yourself in the kingdom. And as you immerse yourself in the kingdom, go ahead and release the kingdom. And signs and wonders and miracles will follow you everywhere you go. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, that we would understand what it means to fear the Lord, to honor you. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father Mm. Mm. this is the word that's just been in my heart the last 30 days this there's just a shifting a shifting a shifting a shifting hallelujah Mm. a shifting I just sense over these last several days there's been a shifting in hearts there's been there's been shifting in, in focuses and you you are you are different You are different than you were this time last week. Not about you, but I I know something's shifting in me. Can you raise your hand if something's shifting in you? Hallelujah. 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 Mm. Hallelujah. Wow. Mm. Thank you, Father. We praise you, Lord. Mm. Mm. Man. before we dismiss I just want you to pray over the person your left and your right pray over their assignment not pray over your own assignment pray over their assignment pray over their assignment hallelujah 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 thank you father mm. And as you're praying over each other's assignment, I'm going to pray over the assignment of those that are watching by way of internet. Father, I thank you for those that are, that are connecting with us right now. Lord, I thank you for the calling upon their life. I thank you that where they seem like that calling has been dormant or things have been, been uh, stagnant, Lord, I thank you for living water to flow into them right now, a refreshing to flow into them right now, that what has seemed as, has, have taken so long with things that, 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 that tonight there's been a shift in their thinking as it pertains to their ministry and, and there's almost been this dryness, but, but there's been some correction by the Spirit that's giving them some new insight into the, the next assignments. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you're giving them fresh insight into the new assignment. I thank you, Lord, that things that have, uh, uh, things that have held them back, even even churches where they're going, where they're, they haven't been, they haven't been built up in faith and they haven't been hearing the, the word like they need to hear it. They're, they're, they're making a shift in where they, they call home as a church. There's things, that, and it's going to propel them. Hallelujah. Delebo A shift, a shift, a shift. Hallelujah. A shift. Thank you for a shift. Hallelujah. Thank you for this assignment for 2024. 20, everything you've ordained for them in this year, in these next, these next 11 months, everything you've ordained for them from the foundation of the world would, will be fulfilled. Will be fulfilled. Will be fulfilled. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Will be fulfilled. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I have one other thing I just know I need to do. Dr. Savell, can you come up? Now Dr. Savell, he takes a couple of weeks off and gets ready for the new year. Then he has the minister's conference and then he's done this. So this weekend is actually his first on the road as an apostle, back in that role as an apostle going to the churches that he ministers to. And and so we're going to be we are you're our apostle. You're our apostle. You're my apostle. And so as this stepping out and and stepping into your call to go into the world and, and leaving for Alabama, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Trey, can you, can you hand me the microphone over there? Trey, I believe you're to pray over him for this year. Hallelujah! Bless you. We worship
1: you, Father. How beautiful are the feet of our Man of God? And Father, I believe that I wearing these tennis shoes as a prophetic sign that our apostle is gonna run like he's never ran before at the grace of god the fire of god is bowling from the bottom of his feet all the way up through his body every joint every ligament every tendon every organ and cell of his body you listen to me you are under an assignment of almighty god and we release the grace of god the power of god the fire of god to rise Through his loins, out his mouth, out his eyes... And the fire of God is in his hands. That when he opens his mouth, Father, the blind eyes see, the deaf ears hear, the lame walk, recreative miracles begin to take place more than ever before in his life in the name of Jesus. And as a church body, that we will be faithful yes. to pray. We will be faithful yes. to yes. declare. We will be faithful to, yes. to encourage him. and no nokoshi. Mm. In emotion mm. mm. father that he hears mm. I just see his ear mm. laying upon your heart mm. and that when he walks into the room things change because you're in him you're with him you're for him, Father. We declare that the favor of God intensifies more than ever before in his life. Amen. Thank you, Father. Father, we put a demand upon his gift.
0: Yes, Father. Fullness. We
1: put a demand upon his assignment. Fullness we put a demand upon his calling. Mm. And Father, we take the same anointing that is in him and on him. And we take it to our spheres of influence. Mm, And where one could put a thousand to Mm. flight, two puts ten thousand to flight. Father, there's more than one, there's more than two. There's thousands of us that draw mm. upon this anointing. Mm. And that it intensifies and great grace is upon us all. And great signs, wonders and miracles follow all of us as we go. As his representative, as your representative. Mm. 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 And Father, Mm. we bless the Apostle that he stands in whatever offices are necessary everywhere he goes that he operates in the gifts of your spirit whatever's necessary wherever he goes and father we love him yes lord and we receive him as a gift from you yes. and as a church we send him as a gift from you yes lord
0: amen. thank you father thank you
1: and we bless him in Jesus' mighty name
0: mm. amen Amen. And amen. And amen. Thank you. Amen.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Hallelujah. Mm, thank you, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So did you receive something? Yes. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Well, I know the youth are, they're going to be meeting at Waterburger after, after tonight and uh, celebrating CJ's birthday. CJ. Yeah. Woo! Amen. Let's give a hand to our worship team and some thank them for just, amen. Hallelujah. I believe they're going to take us higher in 2024, just our sound team and our broadcast team. And just want to give them a hand, all our ministry of helps, our security team and everything. Thank you all for everything that you've done over these last several days. And amen. Hallelujah. Well, I'm excited. And Sunday morning, uh, we'll, just, we'll just take up where we left off. Amen. Other than that, we love you. God bless. Go give him Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Mm.